Welcome to the So Wizards podcast. I am Kevin Broom, the host of the podcast, along with my co-host, Ron Oaks Cunningham. And I'm, we're joined today by John Heiser, Marcus Atkinson, and Nathan Fro, who are, we are going to attempt the, the, the impossible. We're going to do a live mock draft, um, all 60 picks. We've each uh, been assigned teams, and we are going to go through um, all of those picks. So here are the ground rules. Uh, one minute running clock for every pick trades are allowed and we will um we will talk about them so this is the speed round of the nba draft i need to uh, get my spreadsheet with all my uh, draft ratings open but um yeah so it's going to be should be fun um anybody want to say anything before we before we dive in mm, okay no, no, with no burning issues. Uh, let's let's just dive right in. Um, I'm uh, starting the timer here, and uh, with at one minute, and give me one second. All right, John, you're on the clock. Orlando. Orlando. Oh, Orlando is on the clock. I told you guys as we were setting that up. I don't have the same top three as everybody. I think Manchero is wind up being the best player. I don't think Orlando's going to take him. Uh, so with the with the first pick, I'll keep it straight and do Jabari. All right. So Jabari Smith to Jabari Smith forward Orlando. Auburn. All right. So um, fighting Bruce's. All right. So with the the second pick, that means um, Ron, you are on okay. the clock for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, anyone wants to trade like um, the 2026 first round pick or 2027 first round pick or 2028 first round pick, let me know now. All right, no one. Okay, then the OKC Thunder will uh, select the second coming of KD, but with more defense and less melanin. We take Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga. All right, so we got Chet Holmgren uh, from Gonzaga going second to Oklahoma City. And, um, all right, let's go to um, Nathan. You are up with the uh, Houston Rockets. You're on the clock. Uh, since we uh, com just completed that trade for Christian Wood, we're obviously going to need uh, some size up front. Um, I'm not the biggest Paolo Banchero fan, but I certainly recognize the skill and talent, the upside, uh, the creativity at 6'10", the quick feet. Uh, so to me, that just feels like the smartest, the safest choice. I actually do love Jalen, uh, Jaden Ivey. However, the fit with, um, with Jalen Green just feels questionable, and I'm not sure the two can play together. Uh, so my pick will be uh, Paolo Banchero. Paolo. All right. All right. So we've got Paolo Banchero. Marcus, you are up with the uh, Sacramento Kings. Um, so you're on the clock. Yeah. So uh, Nate just made my decision easy. Um, so obviously the big upheaval that uh, the Kings made last season at the trade deadline um, that left a hole at the off-guard position. Uh, need somebody to go with De'Aaron Fox, so I'm um, picking Jaden Ivey. 
All right. Jaden Ivey goes to the Sacramento Kings. That brings us to back to Nathan because you've got the Detroit Pistons. Can I ask Marcus something first? Marcus, yeah. do you think do you think Ivy do you think Ivy wants to go to Sacramento? Is he holding back oh. from, from from them? Nobody wants to go to Sacramento. Right. <laughs> I mean, but but is he? Well, there's that. But is he like actively not engaging with them and trying not to go there? It, you know, it's a good question. Um, I you know I was reading his mom is like an assistant coach. I think for like Memphis or something like that. Yeah. Maybe she got some intel and in maybe trying to steer him in a certain direction. Never know. I was just wondering. I thought I thought I saw something about him that, them maybe not having all of his medical information up there. Or just maybe just him just not obviously thinking that Sacramento is going to pick him. He's just going to wind up there, and he's just like, please no. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because Sacramento they took the one guy who wanted to be there, Tyrese Halliburton, and um, yep. traded. Him, you know, it doesn't exactly um, breed loyalty. In players, that's for sure. Uh, the Kings are going to King. Yes, yes, they will. Um, all right, um, Nathan, you're up with the Detroit Pistons. You're on the clock. This is a tough pick uh, because the Pistons have plenty, uh, plenty of needs. Uh, they need to uh, surround Cade Cunningham uh, with um, with a secondary option. Um, I was looking at guard help, uh, but you know I don't feel comfortable taking Dyson Daniels in the spot simply because of the shot. Um, not quite ready to buy that at this point. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead with the most productive. Uh, player, in my opinion, uh, at least the most forward in college, and that's Keegan Murray. Oh, dang, you took my pick. I was about to say Indiana. That's the perfect, like, Midwestern. But, you know, he went to Iowa. They're going to love him at nap time. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. think he's, uh, he's the um, heir apparent to uh, Jamar, uh, I'm sorry, um, Jamari Grant. You know, uh, I assume Grant is going to get dealt here pretty soon. So I expect Keegan to have the, the starting powers for the slot on opening night. All right. Yeah. All right. Ron, you have the Indiana Pacers, so you are on the clock. Well, we wanted Keegan Murray. Like, we, we thought that getting a forward to slot in with Tyrese, uh, Buddy, Jalen from Maryland. Um, Miles Turner, uh, a healthy Miles Turner. We we really lament the fact that we missed out on Key and Mary. So <clears throat> to that end, it leaves us in a dilemma: Who do we pick? Do we take the best talent, or do we take the need? Where Carlisle loves guards, um, he won't play his his outside of Luca. He typically doesn't play uh, rookie guards. So maybe this will be a redshirt season for Dyson Daniels, and that will be our selection. All right, Dyson Daniels. I kind of like wow. that pick for the Pacers. Um, that's a big backcourt. They're, they're, they're going to – I view it as, like, let's look to replicate Boston. Let's see um, – I, I, you know, Buddy Hill, like, they have him as a shooting guard, small forward, but he's small. Like, he's he's undersized. Now we're putting, you know, 6'6", Tyrese Halliburton, we're 6'6", and growing, Dyson Daniels, and that's the future. 
So, all right, um, I have the Portland Trailblazers, which puts me on the clock, and um, I'm kind of tempted to try to trade this pick for, for Jeremy Grant, but I'm not that big a fan of Jeremy Grant. I do think that Portland could try that, but um, like I said, I'm not that big a fan of his. So It's available. Yeah. My, my next thought was, uh, you know, Portland home to the little guard, so why not pick, uh, you know, Kennedy Chandler? Right. Um, but uh, no, uh, actually, what I'm going to do here is pick Benedict Matherin from Arizona. Oh, wow. Really good good play. He's going to be a star. Yeah. That's a good point, I think. And I think he's, you know, with what he does well. Not in Portland. Well, up there. Yeah. He's going to be the third pick, like third pecking, third in the pecking order. That dude wants it now. You can yeah, see in his well, eyes, he wants it now. Like, yeah. He's, I think he's, he's not here to. Lillard. It sounds like he's been that way his whole life. He's just been like, I'm better than I'm gonna be better yeah. than Kawhi. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, like egos matter. Like, I don't know. That's why I didn't want him with the Wizards. Uh, you know, how does he mess with, with Brad, Coos, um, KP who's looking to do their thing, but yeah, well, he, he, for the Wizards. Yeah. For the Wizards. I think he'd be great on the Wizards. Yeah, oh my God. I think they could use somebody to come in and Tell Bill he's better than him. Yes. Yes. Disrupt things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's not how the NBA works, man. They're gonna ice that rookie out. Yeah. But I, hey, I hope like Jalen Brown. He, you know, people sometimes come in, they get slotted into a role, and then they outplay it. Very rarely do a player outplays the role the fr- the front office and the team wants from him. I hope yeah. he, you know, he comes to DC. What will it be? Six man, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Um, all right, I mean, uh, Nathan. Well, rookies don't have to play right away, especially if you're trying to do something. It's okay. It's okay for him to start off off the bench. He's not okay. I, I think he's going to be good enough. Where he's going to force himself. He's going to force himself into a starting position. He's to me, he's that good. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. He he wants it. You can tell his eyes. The, yes. the eyes tell all. He wants it. Yeah. All the right, combination of skill. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just saying you're up next with the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, so uh, New Orleans is in an interesting spot as they really don't have any true, true weaknesses, uh, especially with Zion uh, on the way back. So it makes for uh, a pick where they can really, really kind of look at the entire uh, pool of players and, and not really worry about position. Um, for me, I'm looking for the best, I guess, fit with Zion and with um, Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. Um, and that leads me to actually look for the player that I think will contribute the most right away. And uh, that'll be Jeremy Sochan from right. Bell. Jeremy Soshin goes. Uh, I believe his defense is translatable right away to the NBA. Um, he shows elite instincts on the defensive end, um, especially in, in situations where he needs to switch. Um, I think his awareness is just A1. The, uh, the, the shot is the key. Uh, much and So there, there are a lot of similarities to Draymond there. Um you know, that shot will be the determining factor as far as how good he is. But defensively, I think he's going to be a, a, a 
A plus play on that end. Okay. All right. So John, you're up with San Antonio. San Antonio. Channel your got... inner RC Buford. <laughs> They've got. I mean, you're sitting on three picks. You think they're going to use three? Maybe move up. They've got uh, just an incredible athlete on the board in Jalen Duran. It's it's and it's they and it's just the game that kind of slides into you. It's not anything to do with him just being a young dude. Uh, and everyone just being like wing wing wing. So we're not gonna take him. And yet I don't think they can turn down Shaden Sharp. So San Antonio selects Shaden Sharp. Hasn't played in, in two years, right? Not a fan of the pick. I'm not a fan of Shaden to be honest. <laughs> I don't think anyone anyone knows a whole lot about him beyond his AAU game, except there were people who saw him practice with Kentucky and said he was the best player. And there were players on Kentucky that were like, why is this kid – why is he not playing with us? Because he's, he's taken us to school on the second team. So mm. it's definitely a gamble, but it's 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 not – it feels a lot like Josh Primo last year which is we're going to take a dude who we probably wouldn't be able to get. If he had played at Kentucky this year or had played at Kentucky next year, San Antonio thinks, okay, we're going to have to be in the top five to get him. So let's take him. We'll take him at nine and we'll, you know, take a shot. Okay. Uh, That would be interesting. So, all right, uh, Marcus, you are on the clock with the Washington Wizards. All right, guys. Um, it's all about talent. This team needs talent and all the we need a point guard noise. That that's that's not where it is. They need the best player that's available. And I'm gonna go with the Big Ten player of the year, Johnny Davis. All right. Very popular. Popular mock choice. I feel like it's I feel like Washington right there is kind of like that. Marcus, you tell me where it's just like they mock gets they get to ten and they're like, Yeah, Washington will take it. Yeah, I mean, the dude yeah. eat Taco Bell. Come on, man. He eats Taco Bell. Come on, man. Yeah, I have him. I'm, well, I'm a little lower on him, at least, hmm. you know, with my statistical stuff than, than I think um, apparently everybody else's. So um, I, I probably I, – I wouldn't pick him there, but, um, you know, I, I can really see the ability and, and I can see why people like him. It's, you know, we'll see. I do kind of feel like that's the pick. That's going to end up being the pick for the Wizards, though. No, we don't yeah. get Dyson. Somehow we get in Dyson. Yeah. Uh, Marjan Beauchamp. Watch out for that guy. He's the pick. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm up next with the uh, New York Knicks. And um, the Knicks' disappointing season and, uh, you know, especially for uh, Julius Randle, who – I thought got overrated in the year, especially because he literally made all NBA. And I thought he was like, you know, pretty good, not like elite, but, um, and then last season he was, he was pretty terrible. Uh, so, uh, the Knicks could really use guards. They could use us. Well, in the way that they are thinking, uh, I know that they think RJ Barrett is going to be, you know, the, uh, small forward, the wing of the future, but um, I personally am not a believer in that in him in that spot. But they need talent. 
And so um, with this pick, uh, I'm going to select for them the best player I have on the board at this point, and that is Tari Eason from LSU. Oh, that's a good pick. <clears throat> Tibbs pick there. Yeah, he. I mean, he's a defensive guy, defensive roamer. You know, might be might work out pretty well um, for them if they can figure out how to how to get him playing time behind Randall, who plays you know fifty minutes a game. All right, uh, Ron, you are up with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay, so yeah, so having taken chat in the first round it kind of um answered the questions for us whether or not we're going to take like mark williams from uh duke i feel you know um we're sent like now we have the starting center but do i want to spend a top 12 pick on the potential backup of the future so rather than that i think uh i'm just going to upgrade the fourth slot i'd like what darius uh basley has given us um, as you know, like Lou Dortz is a little undersized, but he still guards threes. I'm gonna take the six six. I'm gonna take the six six AJ Griffin from Duke to come in and help uh, OKC rebuild. All right. They probably take him too. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I, think, I think OKC would take him. Uh, is um. I think they could. Um, I think that's about the right, you know, spot for him. Uh, sort of. I have him a li- slightly lower, but um, yeah, I could see that. Um, I, I, there's somebody else I think they might take in that spot because of um, who they seem to like picking. But we'll, I'll save that because that that player's still on the board. So, um, Ron, you are up with the uh, 13th pick and the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, so yeah, so with Charlotte, uh, you know, LaMelo Ball needs some defensive help. It, it seems like we, we have the backcourt solidified with himself and uh, Scary Terry. Um, who knows, if Miles come back, I may, int- like, you know, Miles doesn't come back, I may regret this pick. I, I could have put potentially picked his replacement. Um, but I'm going to take Mark Williams out of Duke, bring him right up the road to Charlotte. Uh, let him and Lamelo develop the uh, the Lop City connection while also getting a better player on def- defense than Will Miles. Is it Mason or Miles or the other Plumley? One of them Plumley dudes. It's Ma- uh, Mason. Mason. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Plumleys, man. Like like what? Hey. Four iterations in the NBA. Yeah, and they they all made some money too. And they all suck. They just big and dumb and run the floor. <laughs> they hustle. First team all hustle. Hustle can get you millions. Yeah. Hustle and Mason's man. a good pass. Mason can pass. Okay. They used him in the high post a lot. It was nice. I don't know what they're going to do with him now. Yeah. All right. Um, Nathan, you are up uh, with the 14th pick and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. So for Cleveland, uh, they are pretty well stacked up front. Uh, so I'm going to look wing and guard, and I'm to, going to ignore the timeline because the team is so young and just draft the best prospect that I see available, and that's Uzmang Deng. Oh, um, okay. I think he's a projectable small forward. I think he's been compared a lot to Nicholas Batum. 
Um, I like his guard-like skills in a six-eight frame. I mean, he he does have a bag. Um, I've seen multiple moves off the dribble he's made. He's quick, and he actually displayed really good awareness on D, especially the second half of the season in the NBL. Um, and of course, that's the same league you know Lamelo came from. Um, as well as Josh Giddy. So I really do think he, he presents a good upside. And based on how he finished in the NBL, I think there's an opportunity where he may play sooner than later, um, just based on the development he showed, um, how fast-tracked we saw as far as the shooting, the, um, the off-dribble moves. Uh, so the, um, he, showed, he showed some real dribble creativity that I liked. <laughs> That's my pick. All right. All right, Ron, you're up. Charlotte with their 15th pick. Okay, yeah. So so this one is a bit of a pickle because, um, you know, I have my guards in place, so I'm not quite sure if I want to take Jalen out of Santa Clara to, to help us. Uh, I'm also not sure if I want to go defense to further build around LaMelo Ball, providing him with the bigs and wings to – help call some of that driving, you know, that easy window to, to the bank that, I mean, the paint that uh, Charlotte tends to give up. So um, in true MJ fashion, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm going to take Kendall Brown out of Baylor. Um, mm. Use a lottery pick on a great defender. What uh, some offensive upside to, to build and run with young LaMelo and the team that we're building around him. Yeah, super athletic. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, like Jalen Williams, like, because it's like, I, I, like me personally, I'm taking Jalen Williams, but then you, like, Miles Bridges is going to fill the lanes, like, fill the space that he needs to operate, right? Like, because I think Jalen Williams is a forward. Like, he's, he has guard skills, but he's a forward. It's the same with Miles, like, undersized forward. So let me just get a big athletic athlete, plug and play, and we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Are we Wait, talking yeah. about Arkansas Jalen Williams or Santa Clara Jalen Williams? No, Santa Clara Jalen Williams. Santa Clara Jalen Williams. He's a four? No, I, I think like he he's a three. Like he played like Ford in in um college, if I'm not mistaken. Like he, he was their small forward or power forward. So like a lot of a lot of his tape, like looking at his tape, he has like great individual plays, but then when you like dive into it a little further, he, he's matched up against other teams' fours. Like he's supposed to cook them at six six. He's supposed to like be a little more agile and better than them. I just feel if you take him, the same space he'll need to operate to be effective is the space that Miles Bridges currently occupies. And it's just okay. I'm I'm going with the assumption that MJ is gonna bring Miles back. So that'll be like a redundant pick. Yeah, so I've seen him listed as a, as a small forward elsewhere. I, I, everything I see from him, he's got the ball in his hands and he's running pick and roll. And yeah, no, yeah, he's he's attacking like it's smart. It's he's a he's a listed as a forward. Like he's drawing out forwards to guard him. Like it, it, it's a perfect it's a perfect mechanism to always have an advantage. But like, let me see him like you know against six 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 seven NBA wings, and that's where I think. Uh, like some of his upside will be t like tapered off a bit. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm not taking them. You all, one of you all pick them. All right. 
Um, John, you speaking of picking him, uh, John, you're up with the. Uh, I was vamping. Yeah. I was trying to ex- increase my time on the clock. Yeah, uh, getting it going. But no, I I don't think Atlanta expects Jalen Duran to be there still. But given how the the board has fallen and and it seems like Clint Capella is someone they're willing to use in a deal because he's kind of matches the production for, for cost. They got kind of continue to extend him at a good rate. Uh, he, he rates out pretty well. And yet I don't see anyone else that's blown me away for Atlanta. I mean, I have a sleeper pick who hasn't really been projected that high. So I'm going to just go and, and say, you take, take the amazing athlete when he falls in your lap, Jalen Duran to the Atlanta Hawks. All right. Jalen Duran, Atlanta. He, he slipped an aisle draft. They got him top seven. Most places. Top ten, sorry. I think I saw somewhere have him coming to us, to the Wizards. Why would we take him? I don't I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Um Well, there's not there's not a whole lot of other ways to get a point guard. So if if uh Gafford is a piece of that, then they could just be like, Well, let's just get this dude who reminds people of Dwight Howard. Yeah. Well, I mean, but who's going to give up a, like a starting point guard for, for Daniel Gafford, you know? Well, it's, it's, I don't, I don't think we're, we're expecting to get a top. He's also looking for a top 20 to 25 ish level and just get out of the way and let Brad and KP and Kuzma do their thing. Yeah. They're not looking for him to come in and, and like you said, take over. Yeah. I, they couldn't trade Gafford anyway right now. I think he's it would be a poison pill uh, part of his deal at this stage. Uh, yeah. This extension just kicked in. So he's with us at least for another year. All right. It would be it would be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I'm on the clock with the Houston Rockets. And uh, I'm for them. I'm going to slick Jalen Williams from Santa Clara. We got two Jalen's in a row. Um, all right, um, Ron, you're on the clock with the Chicago Bulls. I almost said Cubs. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, this one's tough, right? Like, um, um, this is, I'm assuming, if I'll decide, and of course, that uh, Zach Levine will be overpaid to <laughs> come back to Chicago. Um, they have Patrick Williams, they have Lonzo Ball, they have Ayo. Um, they have um, the white mamba, I think that that's what they call them, or the bald mamba, something like that, um, and Caruso. Uh, I like what they're putting together, and, and it leaves you, of course, they need, like, another score, right? But they have DeRozan, they have Levine, um, Kobe White off the bench. It's like, what do they what, – what are they lacking? Me, personally, I don't think uh, – Vuv is a – I don't think he's a great defender. I think he could punish, like, other centers because of how well-rounded uh, his skill set is. And that that actually, like, helps his defense. It's like he's busting your ass on one end. Um, you know, you're going to be – he can minimize someone like Gaffer. I'm spreading you out. So that, that's his, like, overall positive. So uh, with that in mind, I'm thinking of uh, reaching for a center. And I'm going to take, like, Walker Kessler from Auburn to, to be a backup, uh, athletic. Um, I think, like, great defender in college. I'm hoping it, it translates over to Chicago, and we continue to, to build that way. 
All right. Um, Marcus Kessler to the Bulls. Marcus, you are up with the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. So we saw Minnesota in the first round. They gave uh, the Grizzlies quite a bit of a scare. Um, they have some really decent wings. Um, they're able to uh, find ways to score with, obviously, with uh, Digo, Russell, and um, Anthony Edwards and Cat. Uh, so what they really need, in addition to that, is someone else that can stretch the floor. Um, Jared Vanderbilt uh, certainly is a good hustle player, but I think they could use someone that can stretch the floor a little bit more, that can expand the offense even more. So I'm going with Nikola Jovich. Oh, Nikola Jovich. All right. I wanted, I wanted him for the Warriors, man. Dang. Can you imagine him on the Warriors? Just sitting and learning. <laughs> Does seem like a kind of guy who could end up there, but uh, GM Marcus Atkinson uh, swiped him from. So, all right, uh, John, you are up with 20th pick for with the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio's up at 20. They've already taken Shaden Sharp, so they've got – they're looking at the long view on that. So it's Sharp, it's Primo, it's DeJounte Murray, it's – Kelvin Johnson. It's kind of a, a four out and Podal, but they're going to move Podal. But then Walker went already, so like they couldn't just couldn't just slide another center in there. I think it's this is an opportunity for the Spurs. You get Sharp and you kind of put him on the developmental track and take your time. And then this is an opportunity to get someone who's more ready to play right away. And and in that kind of four or five out which he's done in college as what big 12 player of the year or player of the year in the final four. So I think I'm going to go that way with Agbaji, Ochai Agbaji for the Spurs. All right. It's crazy how far he dropped. Hmm. Yeah. I, he's even this for, at least in my, um, you know, ratings, well, actually, this is right about where I had him rated, so um, that makes sense. You know, he he shoots well, and so that should be that should be good. But um, and, that's you know, it. Yeah, his <laughs> athleticism tested well, but it just you know Matt Moderno made this point a few times, and I, I agree with him. It it doesn't his athleticism doesn't really show up in the numbers, and it doesn't really seem to you know what Matt was saying is it doesn't really show up in in the game film either. So. Um, but yeah, he he seems like I mean I know that at least a, a few weeks ago there were a lot of people talking about him going tenth to the Wizards and it's just I, when I evaluated him, I, I could. We don't want him. We don't want him. Is Dyson or no? Yeah. All right. Oh. All right. So I'm on the clock now with the Denver Nuggets, and so hmm, the Nuggets they've got a decision to make with Monte Morris and they have also some decisions to make with Will Barton, who's, who's, I think, aging out a little bit. And they also need some security up front with uh, Michael Porter Jr. and his back. And, and they, they need some help, too, with um, given that um, – oh, crap, I'm blanking. Murray, DeJounte um, – not DeJounte. Um, uh, that Murray, yeah, um, that he's, he's coming off of an ACL. So – um, I, I could take Kennedy Chandler here. He's little, 
fill the fill the little guard role that Monte Morris has, and then they can trade Monte Morris to the Wizards for something, maybe. Um, but um, the guy I'm actually going to take here is um, EJ Liddell from Ohio State. I think he he gives them some depth up front. You know, gives them a just a good solid player. You know, and I think he can he can play either the three or the four. So um, I think he, he'll fit in there uh, pretty well. All right, John, you are up with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis at twenty-two. Yeah, I think they're they're kind of aging out of the Dylan Brooks experience. There's not there's not a perfect wing there for them. They could they like their bigs to be more skill based. The Killian Tillies and the Aldamis and the and that kind of look. So I think I'm gonna go a little away from that a little bit. And instead of adding the little guard that you mentioned and potentially taking a Tennessee on Tennessee connection, I'm gonna go Dale and Terry from Arizona. I'll train you to twenty twenty eighth pick for that. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> decline. Slightly decline. You're gonna try to trade twenty eight for twenty two, and that's it. Yeah, they don't need him. They can't fit him in. Like they, they, they won't have the time to fit him in. He'll ride the pine. Let him come to Golden State. At least he'll be in the Bay Area. I mean, he look at that. They're gonna open up minutes because slow mo is gonna probably go somewhere else, and they've. Dylan Brooks is they're going to try to do something there. And then all of a sudden you've got this kid who's a year and a half in look at what they did with Zaire Williams and play. They'll, they'll find time for Terry too. And the next thing you know, he's a year and a half in and it's, he's on a wing and he's taking some of the, the kind of the distribution off of Jean Morant. So Jacques can just go get his. Yeah. No, I, I think he's, he's a sleeper at a draft. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's if you trade back if you're the if you're the Wizards because it's this is a Wizards podcast, right? If you if you wind up trading back, you don't get too far until you're like, well, how how different is Dalen Terry from Dyson Daniels? Yeah, yeah, or Johnny Davis, or yeah, a lot of these guys. There's not. Oh, no, they, they they both better than Johnny. Come on. Yeah. I mean, there's just not that much differentiation, like as you point out, between these guys. I yeah, I think Johnny's way more of a Johnny Davis is way more of a bucket and just just bear he just he was playing small forward, he was playing power forward last year. He was like he wasn't the for, the next biggest guy, but for Wisconsin, he was just playing bully ball and that's what Wisconsin yeah. basketball, that's what Big Ten basketball was. But yeah. Terry and Daniels are both like six seven, six eleven wingspan. Like they're they both have a swing skill of the jump shot. Like it's it's eerily similar. If you miss on one. It's a consolation prize if you move back. Dalen yeah. Terry's good. That's a good point, the way to put it. Yeah. I wouldn't mind either, though. But one's like 19 and growing. So, all right, Marcus, you are on the clock with the 23rd pick for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. So, when we talk about drafting and building for the Sixers, you're talking about James Harden, you're talking about Joel and B. You got to put players around them. Of course, you got Tyrese Maxey, who's developing as well. So, to me, doesn't matter who else on the roster. You got to have wings that can shoot. And so, the pick that I'm getting, uh, he's a national champion, Christian Brown out of Kansas. All right. Christian Brown 
LeBron, Mouse Brown. Yeah. I mean, with Danny Green being going down, you got to – That's a good pick, Spot. So, all right. That brings me – Dalen Terry is, is like seven months older than Dyson Daniels. Sorry. Just so we're on the any and Taylor Terry has the longer wingspan. <laughs> For now. For now. Wait, but they're like seven months. They said uh Dyson went from six six to he's really like six eight now. That's if, I, if reports are to be believed. Like yeah. he, he grew from six six to six eight. You telling me he can get up to six ten? Like his compatriot, Ben Simmons? Cooking, you you have something special there. You have something special there. Who has the better handle between the two? I'm gonna say Dyson, but like they both like they're both like they they don't use the crossover to break you down. Per, perhaps yeah. like they're they're using like angles, like uh, athleticism and IQ, like beating you to the angles, spinning off of you if you overplay. And um, I, I feel like. Like uh, Terry has the more dog in him. Like you know, college basketball though. You know what I mean? You you going through thirty thousand people talking shit to you. You you have to have that. So he's a more of a dog defender. But they're they're really I can call the like, vibes from Terry. Like as far as like the way people have talked about him as a teammate, how great an individual he is, and how you know he's just that type of guy. Like uh, it seems like he has a lot of that Tyrese Halliburton type vibe, just okay. missing jump shot. Yeah, uh, that's obviously yeah. a big factor, yeah. you know. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, they both can't shoot it. <laughs> yeah, true. Elite below the game though for uh, Daniels. Six eight. Now imagine you get to six ten floating it. Which how you gonna stop that? Like, how you then, 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 then you start talking. To, okay, the Ben Simmons comparison start to make sense if he gets, you know, he's six ten. But, but, but we'll see. I think he's getting six ten, man. The Australians be growing. <laughs> All right, I am on the clock now with the Milwaukee Bucks, and for the Bucks, really good team. They need some. They need some depth. Uh, at a lot of spots, they need they could use some shooting and some scoring behind uh, Chris Middleton. They could use a big man to uh, back up Lopez or to uh, supplant Lopez. And uh, I think they could also use some backcourt help. Um, Jake Laravia seems like a like the perfect guy, like the perfect Bucks kind of pick, right? You know, uh, agile, pretty good shooter. That kind of stuff. But I think that the guy that they could take and the guy I kind of like for them just for the size, the defense, the versatility is March Marjan Beauchamp um, out of the G League. And so that's who I'm going to select for uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. So um, with that, John, you are up with actually the next two picks. Um, San Antonio... 25th overall and then he oh actually no i'm houston right yeah yeah so i'm i'm up next after you so go ahead i'm taking it i'm gonna have to vamp with san antonio on the clock with their third pick you have shade and sharp putting them on the the development track agbaji you hope pretty help can pretty much help off the bench super early on 
So then it becomes a matter of do they go, do they finally go big or is this the area where you're just like, who do, who do we like the most? I don't think they want to jump in. Uh, they still have Trey Jones is still, Trey Jones is still the former second round pick on the developmental track. But I don't think you turn down a shot maker at this point. I don't see anyone else in this range that that they feel worthy of it. So we're going to go Ty Ty Washington. All right. I um, the way you were talking, I was kind of thinking you were going to end up there. So I think. Um, oh no! Yes, yes, yes. I tied twenty fifth overall. So all right, I am up now on the clock with the Houston Rockets, and. See, the Houston Rockets seem to believe that Kevin Porter is a point guard. Uh, I do not agree with that. I, I, He did improve last season, but I don't think he's a point guard, certainly not as a starter. So for them, I am going to select uh, – but I think he'll be starting for them before long, and that's Kennedy Chandler from Tennessee. So uh, with that, Nathan, you are up with the Miami Heat in the 27th pick. All right. Well, Miami, it's, I'm going to play. Uh, let's go with Gabriel Procida. Ooh. Uh, versatile wing. I think he's uh, really athletic. Uh, good shooting stroke. Um, I, I like the the package he presents. He it looks like he's he's got some um, tr translatable skills. So, taking a flyer on the on uh, the Procida kid. All right. Yeah, I liked him uh, when I evaluated his numbers. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I think as a first round pick, he might actually try to come over. Um, he signed a multi year deal before last season. So, mm -hmm. but you know he could probably get out of that if he wants. Um, so, all right, um, Ron, you are up with the Golden State Warriors and the 28th pick. Yeah, so uh, the, the, the way things stand now, like the defending champions, um, their number one issue, like I think they're going to win in seven. So we'll see. Though I, I am hoping Jalen Brown gets finals MVP, but that's just like a alma mater pride thing. Um, but the issue with Golden State is that they're way too small. Um, I'll rebound them, except we get the Celtics can't. Like, they, they seem to bring their grit um, hats and, you know, out-rebound the Celtics in the playoffs. But typically this year they've been beat up inside, um, and teams, unfortunately, just haven't been able to punish them. So I'm kind of conflicted. Do, do I go big while knowing that I have the number two pick just – you know, in a hyperbolic chamber, just resting and learning, prepare for me to unleash on him. Well, do I try to get Steph Curry some help to prolong his career, like get another ball handler, uh, point guard, and, and let um, Jordan Poole play the, the, the Steph role running off screens instead of leaving him to worry about playmaking. So um, that, that's where I'm caught into. And I don't, I don't feel like you can go wrong with either pick. And Golden State because again they have an embarrassment of riches. So I'm I'm just gonna go with Trevor Kills out of 
Duke, the the big point guard out of Duke, to come in um, and play the other former point guards role out of Duke, Quinn Cook. Back up the staff, come in, make timely shots, give me a spell, um, because extend my career, extend my prime, and, and that's where I'm going to go. I think him, a line of of, of kills, Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman. You have like the perfect second set of five that you possibly can can get on a team, and that's the Golden State Warriors of the future. So that's how I pick. All right. And also, he's from D.C., so you know, I got got to take someone from home. He's from the city. Yeah. All right, John, you are up uh, with the Memphis Grizzlies, 29th pick. Memphis selected 22. They have Alan Terry, big fan. So now they're sitting here and they're looking at how is this how is this possible that they've got a couple different guards. Someone calling in from Chicago. Uh, we got a couple different guards. I don't think he lasts this long on draft night, but for now, for us, uh, Memphis is going to take Malachi Branham. Yeah, they can take I don't him know what... not die on screens. <laughs> I don't know quite what to make of him. Uh, he did not like rate all that well in my stuff. So, you know, the statistical kind of kind of evaluations, but, um, you know, I'm more than prepared to think that I could be wrong. He sh shot the ball well from three. So, I, I mean, I like I said, I'm I'm perfectly willing to, to think that I could be wrong about this. But um, like I said, he, he did not rate well in my stats. So. Much more mid-range focus than you would think when you see his percent. When you see his three-point percentage, you think, oh, he's taken a bunch. He actually didn't take a ton of threes. He worked a ton of mid-range, uh, needs to finish better around the basket. I don't think he's like, I don't think, but, but I, I think he won a lot of people over at the combine, uh, with his personality and his interviews. Uh, and I just think, and he probably, like I said, I think he goes, I think he goes higher when you look at what he can do on the ball and to get someone that they could potentially, that the Grizzlies could have come off the bench that could play on the ball as a shot creator um and and develop into the reads he hasn't made a lot of these guys they haven't made nba reads yet but he did run a lot of pick and roll he did finish a lot of mid-range and floater game so i think that's why i think that's why he's he's got an nba game to him it's kind of tie ties the same way and like he's not going to blow by you but he's going to get by you and he's going to make a little room and he's going to make a floater on you and you're going to go nuts on him yeah all right um so i'm up with the denver nuggets uh the 30th pick and so I, for them, so let's see, uh, when I picked with them, for them on at 21, I picked EJ Liddell. I'm tempted to go with another forward or a wing, but um, what I'm going to do here is pick somebody for the backcourt. And for that, I'm going to go with um, Wendell Moore Jr. from Duke, a heck of a shooter. Um, I think they could use that kind of shooting. He also uh, got the, did something rare for a Duke guard, and that is that he rebounded, and um, he also had some some playmaking, some assists. So, you know, could be the kind of guy that I think um, could could be a nice fit there. So, all right, um, that concludes the first round. So now we're moving on to the second. And Ron, you're up with the thirty-first pick in the Indiana Pacers. 
Hi, this is Kevin, and I wanted to share with you briefly about a product I've recently been introduced to called Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is a supplement. It's a powder form, and you basically add a scoop to a cup of water in the morning, and when you do, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and apigens to help you start your day right. The ingredients support gut health, support your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, you can do all of it with Athletic Greens. It contains less than one gram of sugar per serving, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness i can use some of that right now it'll also it's not expensive it costs you less than three dollars a day and i know that a lot of folks are spending more than that on coffee or energy drinks and this will be better for you than that um, athletic greens in addition to when you make a purchase for every purchase i thought greens donates to organizations to help get nutritious food to kids in need. It includes the No Kid, Free, no Kid Hungry, which is, operates here in the United States. In 2020, uh, Athletic Greens donated more than 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens/emerging. That's athleticgreens/emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hold on, Ryan, you're muted. Okay, can you hear me now? Yep. Okay, so now it's all about trying to find a diamond in the rough. Second round picks, careers typically don't last too long. But every now and then, you find a, uh, a Jokic. You know, you, you find someone who, who defies uh, all... I guess, like, whatever this uh, meat-making process is who defines, like, defies it and you get a star. So here, I don't think I can find a star, but I want to continue in line with building a, a big wings, big guards type of team that can, like, that's interchangeable, can switch on defense. Um, obviously, with that, I need to, to get players who can knock down shots and who can defend above, punch above their weight, if you will. No one does that more, in my opinion, than the senior out of Alabama, Keon Ellis. Um, uh, he, he was a 3 and D. They, they painted him as a 3 and D guy, but a lot of folks in his camp say he's much more than that. He only went 3 and D because he, he cared about the team. So he has a great um, team first perspective and that's what you need out of a bench player uh, a role player second round pick so uh that's who we will take uh, keon ellis all right keon ellis to the pacers Try i think he's going up. first round though by the way but just between i think he's gonna go i think he's a san antonio pick 
there's a couple guys still still on the board that I think could be first round picks. So it'll be interesting to see how the actual draft plays out. Uh, all right, uh, John, you're up with uh, 32 and Orlando. Orlando took a nice little break. Took Jabari Smith. Got the pictures taken. Relaxed. Waited for us to get to all here. I think they've they've got they've got that glut of point guards. Although I think they use Fultz off kind of a, as a weak side attack as opposed to having him on the ball all the time because they got to get they out of jail and so this is legit or not. I think you know what you have in Cole Anthony. It's just whether you value that or not. So I don't see them going point guard. So I yeah, think I, they're going to have to go for it. I think they're going to have to go for a two because, I mean, was it Terrence Ross? Can't play forever. <laughs> I'm going to go. Last year. He was real. I didn't realize how bad he was until I started just digging into like different teams and like, well, what's his LeBron? What's his he LeBron? And like, Oh, he's just the worst. Yeah, <laughs> he was just the worst. Like he just he was like, trade me, like please trade me. I'm just gonna go out here and chuck. Yeah. Uh, so I think on the wing, once you start looking at the wings, I think Proceda would have been one of the guys that they looked at here, and and kept because uh, they still need more. They want to surround those with more shooting. But I'm gonna go with Bryce McGowan's out of Nebraska. Bryce McGowan's. All right. So, um, uh, Marcus, you are up with Toronto in 33rd pick. All right. Um, so Toronto is um, a very interesting organization. They always seem to find the players that uh, least expect to, to be productive. Um, they obviously drafted a rookie of the year last year in Scotty Barnes. Um, so I was looking at their roster and really just trying to understand where their needs are. And I really feel like they have a hole at the backup point guard spot. And uh, I, I think they can fill it with a player that flying on the radar, but he has a really good pedigree, very smart player, not very flashy, not very uh, athletic or explosive, but I think he would fit well, actually uh, spelling uh, Fred Van Vliet, but he also can play with Fred Van Vliet. And that player is Andrew Nebhart. All right. I had a feeling if Orlando didn't pick him, he's going to go right there. Damn. That was my pick next, man. <laughs> Sorry, Ron. Perfect. Uh, all right, Ron, you're up now with the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, with Andrew Nebhart off of the board, I'm going to take Max Christie. I think he, he's a big two-guard. Um, obviously, we we have Shea creating for us. Uh, he's kind of playing a de facto two. Well, he's really a combo guard, but I, I find – I figure OKC will have to to make a decision on we're going to go with uh, Giddy or Shea. Like, I, I feel one of them uh, perhaps could be moved. Like, I don't know. Maybe the fit will work. We'll see. But I think Max Christie, he, he slots in as a scorer, a good shooter. Um, and, yeah, that will that'll be our pick since we lost Nimhart. But, hey, Marcus, we want to trade two second rounders. You know, let me know. I'll give some All right. All right. Um, so, Max Christie, John, you're back up with Orlando. Orlando is back. Orlando's going to be busy. That's why they took their nice break. 
<laughs> after taking Jabari. They definitely thought about Nemhard at 32. So that hurts a little bit, but we kind of anticipated that might happen. I think at this point, like you said, everything kind of diamond in the rough. What can you do? So they're going to take a swing with Blake Wesley, guard out of Notre Dame. Yeah, the way you were talking um, earlier, I thought that's who you were going to go with. So, um. yeah, I see. I see McGowan's more as a more as a as a two. I think Mm -hmm. Blake Wesley is more. He's going to be on the ball. It's going to take a little while. But if you get him to go, if you can, you know, there's there's things to work out. But he's he's as good a shot as any. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's he's an interesting player. Um, Can I say I do, something real quick? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at this list: Blake Wesley, Max Christie. Um, you know, there's a lot of shooting guards that can't shoot. <laughs> um, Blake McGowan's. I mean, I'm not loving these these shooting guards, to be honest. Um, I had Blake McGowan's with a do not draft grade. Max Christie as well, um, you know. I just I'm, I'm not loving the the at least from what I'm seeing the skill level in these guards. You know, mm-hmm. a shooting guard that can't shoot. What value do they really have? But we'll see. Well, and I think if if we're just looking at like a their college those college splits, that's going to mm-hmm. look one way. I think a lot of the people who are going to be picking have seen a lot of these guys. I think Max Chrissy especially has done really well in USA basketball. I think AJ Griffin has a ton of fans based on what he did on USA basketball too. So I'm wondering if it's just, you know, some of these guys are going to see them. They're going to see the workout and the coach is going to fall in love. Or one of their scouts has been into every USA basketball tournament where they blew up when in like under 16s and under 18s. And they're like, don't worry about it. I know it didn't look great, but we're taking a you know the nineteen and a half year old, and we'll figure it out. I mean, Max Christie has all the measurables, uh, yeah. so yeah, definitely see that. But just to say, um, uh, Blake Wesley, why does he remind me of Liddell Eccles just a little bit? I don't know. <laughs> if he, I just see it in his game. Kind you mean all time great, Liddell uh, Eccles, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, I'm up on the clock now with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, let's see. It's been a while since I picked. I uh, picked uh, Benedict Matherin for them in uh, with the seventh pick. And so now um, I've got another wing that I could pick for them in this spot. Uh, but the guy I'm going to select is Christian Coloco from Arizona. Love that pick. Yeah, he's and he's an interesting player, and supposedly he's um, showcased in workouts the ability to shoot threes. And uh, if he can shoot it, you know, a, a stretch center who's athletic and all that kind of stuff, that that's a pretty nice uh, could be potentially a pretty nice player, especially in the second round like this. So, um, yeah, I think he could go in the first round. You know, later part of the first round, I've got him rated as a first round pick. So. Um, me as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he just needs to put on some weight. He he, he definitely got talent. He's very athletic. But the way and he's gone, uh, just getting stronger is going to be a big issue for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Marcus, you are up. 
with the uh, Sacramento Kings in the 37th pick. I, I'm, I, I was actually surprised that this player was available. Uh, I've been hearing that he uh, his stock has been rising. So first of all, uh, the Sacramento Kings are already drafted Jaden Ivey with the number four pick. So um, really the next thing is to improve the front court. And um, there's a player that we're watching the playoffs, right? We're, we're watching the Draymond Greens and the Grant Williams of the world and trying to figure out, hey, you know, how can Sacramento get a player like that? So I got the perfect player. Uh, Colorado State, David Roddy, uh, six six foot 11 wingspan, uh, got a jack of all trades type of game. Uh, I think he'd be a perfect fit for the Kings. Yeah, I like Roddy a lot. Um, I actually have him with a first round grade and I nearly picked him here uh, one pick ahead of you at Portland. Um, yeah, he's he can really shoot it. And, uh, you know, I'd like him. I think he's going to I think he should be a first round pick, but he probably will, will be available in a second. He's the kind of guy I'd love to see the Wizards, uh, you know, trade up or buy a second round pick in this range and take. Um, you know, kind of a funny body, but um, he can. He, I think he has a game. So yeah, oh yeah, he definitely does. Yeah, yeah, I like that pick a lot. <laughs> so all right, uh, John, you're up with the San Antonio Spurs. Busy night for the Spurs. Yeah, I have to wonder if they're going to take all these, but cr- crushing the hopes of getting Christian Coloco there <laughs> at 38 after they kind of like after you know Kessler went, and so they just kept not quite getting to fill that center hole that it looks like they're trying to create a hole by, by moving Poto is one of the better defensive centers, especially positionally. So, and then Coloco goes off. So why not go back to the well and have the, the San Antonio Spurs and coach Popovich go back to Paris and select Ishmael Kamagate Six six ten six eleven seven three wingspan, uh, all defensive like lob threat. His reach is nuts. You know, it's just it's all about that defense and and being a lob threat and anything else that I think they get out of him after that is going to be a bonus. But at thirty eight, if you can get a guy like that and put him in your system, I think the Spurs are perfectly happy to to work with someone. And I'm just I'm guessing they may have a little inside information on on him as a as a prospect out of Paris. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um yeah. So all right, uh Nathan, you are up with 39th pick in Cleveland. Oh, we just lost Nathan. So um give him a second, see if he comes back. Yep, here he is. My apologies, froze a little bit there. So uh, for Cleveland, uh, just want to confirm, Jake LaRavia, is he still on the board? Still on the board, yes. All right, so he is the selection. Um, versatile, small forward, do it all, can shoot, can even play make a little. I think that's a good fit. Um Looks like he can maybe even be a, a two-way player, play some solid defense as well. So pretty pretty good value, I think, at this point. Um, I think uh, you could 
say he may have had a first round grade on some team sports. So I like yeah, I, I had him with late first. Um, so I think this is this is a pretty good value for them there. So um, all right, Marcus, you're up. Fortieth pick, Minnesota Timberwolves. All right, um, so Minnesota uh, again, just um, trying to build on what they did in the playoffs last year. Pick uh, Nikola Jovic earlier. Um, I'm looking at the uh, guard depth. I think that can use some work. Um, there's a player that's been on the board that uh, a lot a lot of people has first round grade, but um, he's actually dropped and. Um, he had a very disappointing year in his year in the G League. His name is Jaden Hardy. Yeah, Jaden Hardy. A lot of people like him. Um, he, yeah, like you said, he had a bad year in, in the G League, and um, but you know he's he's got some ability. So, all right, uh, Nathan, you are up. Forty-first pick in the New Orleans. <laughs> All right, for New Orleans, like I, I think we said earlier, they really didn't have any specific needs. So I'm just going to go with the best available talent here. And that, in my opinion, would be Patrick Baldwin Jr. Hmm. Uh, just a pure high upside play. Um, uh, apparently has a lot of shooting potential at a 6'10", 6'11". So uh, if he can, if he turns out to be a good shooter, that'll be a good fit with the uh, with Zion and Brandon Ingram and guys. Yeah, I'm not a fan. He was pretty terrible in college last year. Um, but he did measure his, – his standing reach was basically like center size. So, uh, you know, maybe he, he can be a skilled – semi-skilled five, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, at this point, you're just looking at the measurables and the skill set and can squinting hard enough to see, hey, is, can this be an NBA player at some point? You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm on the clock with the uh, New York Knicks, and let's see, in the first round, I chose for them Tari Eason. Uh, so got some got some help in the front court, and so now it's a matter of, you know, second round, you're just, I think, really, you're just looking for the upside for the potential. And so the guy I'm going to take here is Ryan Rollins out of Toledo. Um, add some guard depth, perhaps, maybe some scoring. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And suddenly the Knicks have a bunch of young guards that are interesting to watch between Quickly and Hardy, just Blank, Quentin. Uh, from Houston, blanket uh, on his last name, and now Rollins. Those are all fun young guards. Sorry, I, I'm, I speak wistfully of thinking about the Wizards having a fun young guard. Yeah, yeah. They they had a couple of them for a while, but uh, not just one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, Nathan, you're up with the LA Clippers, who have had a very quiet night so far. Yeah, um, I forgot they existed. Uh, Sorry, Clippers fans. Um, well, at this point, it's really pretty much just who's the best prospect on the board. Um, it's They're not going to draft anybody, anybody that's going to play for them this year at all, um, most likely. Um, 
So I'm going to go ahead and take a shot on J.D. Davison, uh, guard from Alabama. Um, toolsy, good size, good height, not a great shot. Needs a lot of work, but you're just looking for potential at this point. I think he has it. So. All right, J.D. Davison to the Clippers. And, um, John, you're up 44th pick, the Hawks. So in the first, we got Jalen Duran, which is just someone someone on the slide. You guys took a few of the guards that I think Atlanta would love to add defensively in their backcourt between Keon Ellis, both Alabama guys, and J.D. Davison to add something because it, it sounds like they're looking to move some wings if they're all right. May or may not be back. He was in their closing lineup as a kind of six-five defender. They're going to need a little help, but yet I don't know that this pick is one that they want to f- make sure that they have a roster spot for, especially if they just picked one of the youngest, what second youngest player in Jalen Duran in the draft, if not the youngest, I think he might be second. So I'm going to go. I'm going to skew the original thought process and go stash here with Smagnola out of Italy. Matteo. Matteo Spagnola. Spagnola. All right. Uh, very good. Matteo. We've been short on stashes up to this point. Let's get We got to start yeah, digging into the, the guys who may never come to the league. That's right. Although I Spagnola will, but you know some of these picks in the late 40s and 50s will never play. Yeah. All right. Um, Ron, you are up with the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Oh, you got to unmute. Okay. Um, yeah, I was saying, like, Marcus took the the number one stash in prospect. He took Gabriel Procida. So it was like, you know, he's off the board. But I, I would have loved to taken him here to stash for Charlotte. Um, but now I'm trying to think, um, I'm putting my mind in, like trying to get, hop in a mindset of, uh, Kenny Atkinson, right? Like let's hop back to that 1920 Brooklyn Nets. They were, were feisty, spunky, punched above their weight, uh, wasn't overly talented. Even like most teams, they were top heavy. They had D'Lo. Um, and it was just, uh, he, he, he enabled them to, to buy in. So I think, uh, here, He's going to look for a player who could potentially add something. And I'm torn between Jabari Walker. I'm hoping none of you all take him so I can get him with Indiana and make it like, okay, we're bringing a father-son home, you know, like make it that nepotism. But um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Justin Champigny from Toronto's twin. I'm going to take Julian Champigny, big guard, well, big wing, 6'8". Um, can't really move that well, like not mobile, but he was player a rookie of the year in the Big East. So he, you know, he's he's gotten buckets against like gritty defenders, albeit not the most talented. Um, I think with his size, um, perhaps like Kenny can build him into a better defensive player. I, I think he's the fit here, and if so, he actually has a chance to like his brother get uh significant not significant but meaningful minutes uh his rookie year yeah yeah i like he can play um i like i like the pick so all right uh nathan you're up with the 46th pick and the detroit pistons 
Hmm. How about Alondes Williams from Wake Forest? I like him as a playmaker at 6'5", really good passer. Um, I feel like at this point he's probably the best uh, guard on the board. So that's my pick. All right. Alondis Williams goes to uh, Detroit. And um, that brings us to 47th pick Memphis. John, you're up. Last pick of the night. I've been I have my glut of San Antonio and Memphis and some of these other guys. Now that's it. So I've got so oh, many wow. I don't have to worry about tipping any of my future picks now. Yeah. They can go super young. They can go Michael Foster Jr. or Dominic Barlow. I think they're gonna consider both because this is a who knows if this if you know what kind of path they're gonna put him on to playing time. I'm still reacting to the fit of if Alondis Williams can get on the court with Cade Cunningham and how nice that would be uh, just kind of trading off if he can, if he can get a shot. So I was super psyched about that pick actually. Um, how there's a Memphis, there's a Memphis university player sitting there. Hmm. Uh, I don't love, I don't love our stash options. I'm not going to, I'm not uh, this is why second round picks did, are are still a minute and not uh, so we can vamp. But no, I I think they if they hadn't gotten lucky, I think they really just fell into it with Dale and Terry and Malachi Branham. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go back. You don't need to go back to that well. And yet there's still a lot of young guards that they could potentially work with here if they want to if they want to take their time with someone. But ultimately, when you're going through. Oh man, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing that perfect. Oh, I know who it was. Uh, they're going to select Jalen Williams out of Arkansas. All right, the, taking the charge. Two Jalen Williams in one draft. That's. Uh... I mean, he's a, he's a center. He's a forward. He's if they yeah. can't, if Brandon Clark, someone wants to pay Brandon Clark, in about in about a year, right? Like they're going to need to start. Re- replenishing that that forward well with uh, in the next year or so, so I think he could work there. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, Marcus, you're actually up with the next three picks. Uh, your first one, number forty-eight, with uh, Minnesota, then forty-nine, Sacramento, and fifty with Minnesota again. Ooh, this is a lot. Okay, so uh, Minnesota, uh, I, I think it's important uh, with the previous picks. Uh, that we've made uh, continue to just add depth at the wing position and uh, just trying to just take a shot of a player to see uh, what he may can become. Obviously, at this point, the draft is all you're doing. So with this pick, I'm going to take Justin Lewis out of Marquette. All right. I like him. Good pick, I think. Potential to be a good player in the NBA. Um, So... I'd like the, the, you know, my bias is I like those guys from uh, Marquette. So, all right. Anyway, uh, next up is 49 in Sacramento. All right. So Sacramento, um, again, just trying to find some depth uh, with their team and trying to 
find a, a good pick uh, that's going to, you know, be a shot in the dark and hopefully, uh, you know, develops a good player. Uh, there's a player that actually played really well in the tournament, at least in the short time that he was in the tournament. Um, and he is actually a local product out of the Bay Area, uh, played for San Francisco, and that's Jamari Baye. Bay, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Out of San Francisco. All right, Jamari, um, however you say his last name. <laughs> kid kid played really good in that uh the tournament game. Uh he he's he has some skills. Like I I think he, he might, you know, stick in the NBA for a little bit. And the G League camp, right? He was one of the, the better players in the G League kind of combine and Tested really well. Yeah. All right. So um, you're up now again with um, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. All right. Um, Minnesota, uh, again, just looking for some depth. Uh, This time I'm going to take a little international. Uh, I I think they could use an up. Potentially another point guard to stash uh, maybe overseas and possibly uh, bring over at some point, or rather this year or down the road, to maybe be a backup point guard at some point. And that is Ziga Samar out of Spain. Ziga Via Slovenia. I think he's Slovenian originally. He plays in La Liga. Yeah, yeah. So Slovenian plays in La Liga. Um, Somewhere Ernie Grunfeld is white knuckling that pick, like he didn't get to pick Ziga Samar. All right, fifty-first uh, pick, Ron. You are up with Golden State Warriors. You gotta unmute, Ron. Okay, we see that how Juan Toscano-Anderson isn't really serviceable in the playoffs, even though he gives us good minutes. Um, we see Wiggins' defense, what, what he's allowed to, to do. Um, I'm thinking Golden State, again, with embarrassment of riches, can try to experiment here. Um, take a guy from Memphis who may or may not know Wiseman. Like, he, he may or may I don't know how, you know, they were two years removed but maybe Josh Minow does know him, and they can bond together, help each other out, help develop. But that would be my pick. Uh, I think he 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 can potentially grow into a role where uh, he fills Andre Iguodala or Juan Toscano Anderson. That's the spectrum. You Andre Iguodala on one hand, or you Juan Toscano Anderson on the other, and I think that fits in. All right, uh, 52, uh, Nathan, you're up with the New Orleans Pelicans. All right, um, they could use a point guard. Uh, let's go Gene Montero. Um, Waterbug, quick, uh, shot, did some work, but at this point, for his speed and ball handling, you're getting a, a good, pretty good player in the 50s, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a guy. It's like tough to evaluate because um, it's like I it I don't know yet what the overtime elite actually means. You know, <laughs> right. 
you know. So his like his his some of his numbers were just like eye poppingly good, but it's like what's the level of competition, you know? I, right. I looked great when I was a, like a junior in high school playing against eighth graders, you know. The same type of competition Lamelo Ball faced like three four years ago, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right, um, I'm on the clock now with the Boston Celtics at 53. Um, quiet night for the Celtics so far, I do believe, because uh, I don't remember picking for them before. And uh, so uh, 53, the Celtics, um, obviously you're, you're not picking for need at this spot. Um, and so I'm going to just pick uh, an upside center that I thought could have gone earlier. And that's uh, Michael Foster Jr. from the G League Ignite. Um, somebody, you know, he could, if he develops, maybe he can uh, make, be a backup center for them or something like that. Or, uh, you know, fill in for uh, Al, Al Horford when he ages out, which has got to be coming at some point. So. It has to. Father Time is undefeated, but Al Horford is going a few rounds. Yeah, that's for sure. All right, uh, 54th pick, Washington. Marcus, you're up. All right. By now, um, we, we, we picked Johnny Davis, and Boots Forever comment thread is blowing up with people angry. I can't believe they picked Johnny <laughs> Davis. And they didn't pick, you know, somebody else, they were supposed to pick a star, and everybody's kicking and screaming, and they're trying yes. to figure out what is this team doing? Why can't this team ever pick anybody we want? Uh, well, well you got yeah, someone else is really good, I hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had that point of the, the draft where uh, you just take a shot in the dark. Uh, again, I think the Wizards need to just try out a project. Um, there's some players, obviously, that have athleticism. This team really needs a lot of athleticism. And um, this player needs a lot of development, but if, uh, if they can figure out his shooting, um, he certainly looks like he could be a potential three-type player, and that is Peyton Watson out of UCLA. All right. Another five-star. Five-star forward. I don't know if Josh Minnell was a five-star, but he was pretty He was pretty up there as well. Peyton Watson didn't work, didn't do any scrimmages online. A head scratcher, but like five star, didn't work out at UCLA. It didn't just just didn't perform well, and yet he, you know, it it it, it, it looks like it's all there if you have the time. Yeah, I just want to say he had the worst um, OBPM that of any prospect that I looked like looked at. It was negative two point seven. It's because yeah. he went to UCLA. That's, that's what the UCLA play, players do. That's, so, that's who they are. Yeah, <laughs> if he can so, play passable defense, it, it's it's something. But yeah, he's he gonna he's gonna be out the league in like three years, dude. Yeah, it's no more. Probably so. Man, it's, it's like <laughs> second round. The most of us got to make it. So yeah, I I we even, really might be generous. Should have gone back to school. Um, I just don't. He's too why. good to go back to school. He because in his head he's. He's one of those, yep. like, but if he figures it out. I mean, he shot 35% from the floor uh, last season in college ball. He shot 35.6 on twos. He rebounded a little bit, which was really the only thing he did, you know. Well, it's hard to be, you know. And he turned, he turned turnovers and he fouled. So 
It's hard to be that talented and that bad of a college basketball player. I, I Unless think. it was the coach. It could be Chrome. Hey, 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 Captain, didn't you write an article a few weeks ago about the Wizards being able to fix uh, draft picks, shots, and how yeah, they are well, confident doing that? I mentioned that, yeah. The, 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 their player development team thinks that, that shooting is not something to be particularly worried about in a draft pick, that, that it's something that they can teach. So, um, you know, we'll I would agree. Some guys have it, some don't. Some never learn to shoot. Some just instinctually have good touch, good feel. Yeah. So I would, I would disagree with that. Yeah. I agree I, with touch. I, I agree with the I, touch. You just don't have, like, sorry, John Wall just never quite had the touch mm-hmm. that you're going to be like, oh, he's going to all of a sudden kick up five more percent. Like, it's not good. Like, he can rep it, but some guys. Just don't, just don't have it. And maybe Peyton Watson can figure it out. Maybe he didn't expect to play. He didn't expect the UCLA to have a run and play behind. Juzan came back. Uh, they had like about three guys come back, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they don't have to play him. He probably should have just did the whole transport portal and went somewhere. They'd showcase him for a year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're right. Yeah. When it comes to shooting, I'm I'm biased, but you can you could rep it, but it's not universal and. And the Wizards are proof because they believe they can fix it, but they also have let, you know, drafted and let go non-shooter here, non-shooter there, who just can't get beyond 34, 35%. I mean, Ubre, uh, Tony Brown Jr. Like, there's a list. That, a, lot of, a lot of teams think they can fix that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the history of picking guys who are like great athletes um, and, and trying to teach them how to play doesn't seem like that's, that, that's a great history. So, um, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's the pick. So Golden State is on the clock now. Uh, 55th pick, Ron, you're up. Okay. Um, hey, Nathan, what are, I need some uh, phone to friend. What, what's your, what are your thoughts on Dominic Barlow? Oof. Um. Honestly, I don't have too much of an opinion on him. So. Okay. Well, we don't want him then. All right. Now, said we taking Yannick Mazosa and we stashed him. So Yannick uh, in 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 Zosa, uh, he he has the distinction of being the lowest rated player in Yoda this year. Wow. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I mean, he he's a what teenager playing in Spain, like. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not going to develop. It's it's tough. I think our, the Lord. best way, the best way I heard it put is like if you are a teenager in Spain, you don't spend time developing your game. Like there's no development. There's just sink or swim, and very few outside of Lucas swim. Kev lower than Peyton Watson. Yes. Wow. Absolute absolute bottom. I mean it's. You know, he, here's the thing. I mean, he, he's got the athleticism, he's got the tools and that kind of stuff that, that he, he could, theoretically, he could possibly do it. Uh, but you're, you're talking 37% from the floor, uh, 61% from the free throw line, seven rebounds per 40, um, what, uh, almost three times as many turnovers as assists. Um, you know, he, he assisted like, uh, who was that? Um, that guy, he played at uh, George Washington, the Nets. Yeah, yeah. 
and mm-hmm. Yinka went played his first. What was it like? Four hundred, five hundred minutes before he got an assist. <laughs> that's that's this. So, um, yeah, not a fan, but uh, you know, if anybody can turn him into a player, I would say it would be Golden State. So, um, Nathan, you're up. Fifty six, Cleveland. All right, I'm going for my uh, Herb Jones uh, pick. Uh, the this guy, um, I just was really impressed with with him as I did more research. It's Vince Williams Jr. Uh, from VCU. Uh, looks like he has some real good two way potential. Elite uh, defender, really showed uh, talent at locking down defenders individually. Uh, so. Uh, I really like this pick um, and think he has a chance to do a lot of what Herb Jones did last year for New Orleans. Yeah. Um, he's, he's somebody I was going to pick next. So um, I, I do like him. His numbers are interesting and I suspect that he could be a good pro, you know, part of the reason he's a little lower in, in Yoda. And I think overall in the draft is one going to the smaller, you know, the smaller, you know, mid, what is it? Mid major, level but two he's also you know he's a senior so he's a little older and so you sort of expect more out of him because theoretically they've used up a little bit of their development time so um that said i think that he's got the potential to be like you know a little bit more nba ready um, in terms of his body and his attitude and that kind of stuff and i think that he he has a chance to um you know crack a rotation you know bottom of the rotation as a rookie um you know if he if he gets the opportunity so all right. But he, uh, he might go undrafted and and have he could be if he goes undrafted, he's one of the guys who'll get some guaranteed money to come to camp, kind of guy. Yeah, yeah I, was, I think so too. Yeah. At this at this rate, with three picks left, I was like, I was hoping he was one of the ones that was slide for exactly the reason you said, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right, I'm up on the clock now with Portland, and um, I'm weighing right now between two guys, both on the wing. Um, Jabari Walker from Colorado and Darian Sebron from NC State. And I mean, I have them both rated in the same range here. So I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Sebron, Darian Sebron to the Portland Trailblazers. Which and, breaks your streak of Arizona Wildcats because you would take a Matherin and Coloco. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. So I'm glad I, I could be unpredictable. <laughs> All right. And so now the 58th pick, final pick in the draft. Uh, the reason there are 58 picks is Milwaukee and Miami both forfeited pick picks. And so um, Indiana gets the final, the Mr. Irrelevant. And Ron, you are up with uh, Indiana. Oh, you're, you're muted again, Ron. We're going to take a former player who was quite irrelevant to the Pacers, but nevertheless, he's the son of an NBA champion. Um, there's upside there. You know, he, he was a late bloomer, and we'll see if it works out. Jabari Walker from Colorado. I thought you were going to say Ron Harper, Jr. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought he was going to say Scottie Pippen. I had Scottie Pippen. When he hit that game winner against, like, when he outplayed Ivy, boy, they was talking about him going to the NBA. Mm-mm. 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 Pippen, Pippen's son might have a chance, though. Pippen's son could play. 
Well, I'll defer to you all, the draft girls, but I think Pippen's son can play. He won me some money betting uh betting one game. So yeah, shout out Pippen's son. <laughs> all right. Um, so before we before we close up, before yeah. Kevin's gonna try to close us up, but I was gonna get one more. If you could if you could slide one undrafted guy and say the Wizards are gonna get first shot, maybe a summer league crack at someone that's that's that didn't get drafted, who would it be? Let's go. Uh, let's just go like roundtable on this. Uh, Marcus, yeah. you, you want to? Uh, JB Davison. Oh, uh, he already yeah. got picked. Oh, he got picked. Oh, yep. sorry. Oh, well, dang. Who doesn't? <laughs> Shit. Um. No one. <laughs> I'm I'm looking around right now. So um, I've got a few on my list here that I think uh, could be potentially interesting. Um, Johnny Juzang. One of them, um, Musa Diabate, Michigan, could be could be interesting. He didn't shoot well, uh, but you know, he's a guy that I think has a, has a chance. Another guy that I like too a little bit is Kevin Brown from Murray State. He's somebody yeah. that I could see um, bringing in. Shot thirty eight percent from three. A um, little bit of rebound, a little bit of playmaking. You know, he he. And so, you know, spend a year in G League. Um, anybody else got something? We've already mentioned Scotty Pippen Jr. Um, James Akinjo. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. I think he's definitely going to get a look. Yeah. Even though I'm not sure, you know, I don't, I'm not confident in how he runs a team. But the talent is there. And so, you know, getting him in the coaching system, right staff, maybe maybe you can pull out some more PG skill there, uh, decision-making, improve his decision-making. You, you would have a capable backup. Yeah. I'm looking at I, – I've. it's one of my dreams to give Wes uh, a, a good passer in the post or the mid-post. So when I see Trevion Williams from Purdue is still out there. Yeah. That's somebody that's, I had like yeah, next on my list. There is yeah. what he is, but man, it's fun. It's fun to watch. I think the other, the Dominic Barlow we mentioned. I th- when we started talking about measurables, and he's going to need some time. I thought we were going to go with the was it Tim Butler Jr. out of Florida State, oh, Kennedy yeah. Chandler, oh. but just was a guard, was a guard all his life, and then all of a sudden he's he's John. six six ten. <laughs> Johnny Juzang. I mean, he's. You feel like he's, he's a guy who's ever going to be like a G League or or Euro like All Star, uh, or he could totally just be like, I'm going to come in off the bench for the NBA and, and just get some buckets right away, yeah. and then try to figure it out. I could totally see it. I, it's it's crazy with Johnny Juzang because him coming back, I mean, completely hurt his hurt him hurt his stuff. Yeah. I mean, he he was going to be a first round pick last year, and you know now, I mean, yeah. he, he'd be lucky to be on the team at this point. I, I I don't know, I don't know how much staying power he had. That's I was thinking about him, but yeah, I I just don't see him. He doesn't bring team. anything else to the table. Then it looks like to me being able to make a mid range jumper. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't rebound. I... Doesn't assist. Doesn't play great defense. I'm taking him over Corey though. I'm taking him over Corey. He feels like a career overseas guy to me. Okay. Yeah. No, that's I, I, yeah, I'm with that. Like that's fine. I 
Yeah, I don't. I don't see any. He's not a star. Like nothing pops off the the tape. It's just solid player. Yeah. See, when I look at him, you know, again, this is the, the statistical evaluation here, but you know, he was uh, less efficient than average uh, overall offensively. Shot just forty six percent on twos. His th- three point shooting wasn't bad. You know, thirty six percent, but that's also a little like below average for college. You know, for a prospect coming up. Mm-hmm. You, um, you see how they play. Stats don't matter in college. You see how they play in college. Well, you can have you can the center could stay in there. It's no three seconds. Come on, man. Come on, man. Cut him some slack. Come on, cut him some slack. Uh, NBA <laughs> is a little tougher than college, so uh, no. But the freedom, though, the freedom of players, like tougher, yes, like way better players. But you know, it's I'm a different. Saying. What are they, what's the saying? It's a it's the same sport. It's a different game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's different rules. The rules just aren't aren't the same, so you never know. There's Jaden Shackleford. I forgot about that. The jelly guy, the jelly finisher. He'll he'll play well for the young crowd. Yeah. He can't do. All, all I know is he like the videos of the jelly squad making the layups. They're they're cool layups. I've tried a few. It's not my 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 forte. But boy, did I see uh players in D one just swatting that shit out the air. All that like nice jelly finishes. That six one dude couldn't get it over them six eight athletes. But who knows? I got a sleeper, Orlando Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Fresno State center, seven footer. Okay. Yeah. Um, good athlete. So I, I think he'll definitely get a look in summer league. Um, I think he even splashed the ability to stretch it out from three. So he he should he should uh, definitely get a get a good long look. Another good passer yeah. as a big man too. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevion, I think, is the guy that that interests me the yeah. most. Uh, you know, as the the that big man, he rebounded like crazy, lots of assists. Um, interesting player. So, so, all right, his archetype though for the NBA game, I worry about where I don't see a clean fit as far as translation to the NBA. You know, the sort of big, barely four. Um, yeah. there's not really a place for that anymore. So I, I do kind of wonder, can he either play the five or, you know, can he expand his skill set as, a, you know, to be a four and, and defend on a perimeter? I, I just don't know. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, this was a lot of fun. It was uh, very interesting. I think a few little surprises in there, here and there. And so, um, guys, uh, thank you very much. And... Uh, this is probably the last, last mock draft I'm going to do before the uh, actual draft next week. But uh, we'll be back with uh, after that with more content uh, on the So Wizards podcast. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good one. Take care, guys. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.